Welcome back to another episode of Strictly for the Music Podcast. I'm your host, SKN. The next guest I got, Live and Direct. They are a musician band from Ohio. They are under the label Raven Faith Records. New album released on July 7th of 2020. Fields of Mercy, Roads of Grace, Volume 1. Ladies and gentlemen, let's give a warm welcome to Terry and then Diane McCabe. Hello. Hey, man. How's it going? You hear, me, you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. You hear me? Sir. All right. We're on. We're on. All right. Still there? Yes, sir. Okay. I appreciate you coming on the show, man. And uh, man, it's an honor to have you on here. We have a lot of ground to cover. Let's, let's cover away. All right. So uh, let's let's just start with the question: How did Terry and Diane McCabe become a band, and what was the first single off the album? Off of this album? No, your first album. Oh boy. Well, we've been married uh, twenty-nine years. And um, both of us have been in and out of different musical-type uh, settings, bands, uh, trios, things like that. But in 2002, we created our own independent label called Sky Pilgrim Records. And then we did some albums on that, you know, did our own little local, regional thing. And then we got signed to Raven Faith in 2019, uh, particularly because of our songwriting abilities and we re released an album with them uh in 2019 that was the first album we released on that label and then we had this new one here that came out in 2020 and uh it's just been uh you know a, a roller coaster ride for us uh we've been everywhere and done everything we could think to do and you know lived in different areas and uh well, here we are. That's amazing, man. Um, so uh, 29 years, you started your career in 2002. How was it starting up, man? What was the feeling like? Well, we started up way before then. We we knew each other from a small circle of friends from churches and stuff. You know, I think we met like back in the 1980s when we were just youngsters. And... Uh, Diane was like involved musically doing acoustic stuff. I was involved with bands. And then we kind of like hooked up and started dating. And six weeks later we were married. And then in 2002, we decided to go the acoustic duo route. That's, that's amazing. That's amazing. So, uh, so for everyone that is hearing this right now and probably new to this channel, can you let them know what, what your music describes you to? What our music describes us like, um, for an example, how, how do you mean? Just, this is Diane. Like, like how our music is uh, what describes us best, like folk rock, blues, country, or like, well, in our youth, we became Christians uh, probably in uh, senior, junior year of high school. And relationship with Christ, these uh, songs started pouring out of us, uh, inspired by different influences in our life. And if if I can ask you a question, okay, let me ask you: What inspired you when you heard our music to have us on your show? What was it about our songs? that caught your attention and your heart. I was interested in finding out about that too. So. Okay. Um, well, when I first, uh, had posted that, uh, that, uh, post I sent on a Christian music network, you guys had messaged or you guys had, uh, commented, commented down below with, uh, I think it was a link or something. And I clicked on it and I was like, man, 
wow. You know, I, I've I've never I've never heard a band that you know was so like you know it's like you guys were meant for each other like you know the Aww. the way the song came out it was like beautiful you know so I was like man I wonder if they would come on my show and tell their story to us so that's why I asked you know yeah I so the music basically touched your heart and your soul and and uh, just encouraged you that's it's like like that with us you know uh, the Lord gives us stuff in our heart you know, in our relationship with him. And we just, he's given us his talent to write music and sing and perform it. And, and we just want to tell the world about, about God's love. And, uh, and we have a, our unique talent that we do and we put it out there and we've been doing it. Like Terry said, a long time. And, uh, we want the messages in our songs to get out to people. So they'll be inspired to be and get into a relationship of knowing God's love because it's a rough world out there. And if he could use Terry and I continue to use us in our walk, you know, throughout the years and continue to do so, uh, it's, we want people to hear it. You know, we're trying to keep it real. Yeah. Just keeping it real. Keeping it real. Not, no phoniness, no religion, but, uh, that people, know that there's a difference between being religious and being a follower of Christ and, and his greatest commandment was to love and that's what we try to present in our songs but also we try to present about today's issues and problems and, and what's going on in people's lives and how real that is and how they're hurting or how they're lost or how, how they're confused or how they belong to a church and they're not getting anything out of it I mean our subject matter goes on and on about what we write about and uh we want that to come across uh strongly because we have i think different songs for different people you know some of our songs people will like more than other songs because they relate to it so that way we can relate to as many people as possible all right all right so uh so let's discuss the catalog you said that you dropped an album well, you got signed in 2019 to Raven Faith Records. You dropped an album in 2019 and then an album in 2020. What 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 are the uh, two major differences between the two albums? Well, you know what? I don't think there is too much of a difference uh, because we it's it's folk, rock, blues, and and then on the first album and and some worship music. The second album, I guess you would say, has less of a, a worship feel, more of a subject matter of uh, social commentary. Uh, uh, it's it's more of a crossover album. Uh, it's got less tracks, but um, we've got every time we do an album together, it's a variety of stuff. Like on this one, we got a song that's dedicated to the Chronicles of Narnia series and uh, kind of a adult slash children's songs. But then you slide all the way down and you got H-Train, which is about the dangers of heroin. And then you go into some of the ballads that Diane wrote, like Won't You Listen to Broken Heart, which reaches out to those who are like, maybe just, they might be crying themselves asleep at night or, or wondering to know what their life is all about. So, kind of like, touch on satire or serious, uh, you know, worship, uh, fun songs. I mean, you know, we're already working on the Scarecrow Chronicles Volume 2 right now for 2021, which will consist of the same type of, uh, you know, uh, subject matters. So there's a message in each song. Each song has something to say uh, that may touch a note on somebody's heart, you know, about our lives and our experiences, you know. And we're just trying to share them through the songs and singing. And we like to entertain as well. When we play out live, we do cover songs, you know, uh, from the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s. We'll throw in some cover songs. And then we throw in our own material, which is kind of like, we call ourselves seed planners or musicianaries. But we go out there and just uh, play for a lot of people that don't know the Lord. But they, they sit and they listen to the whole show and they take away something with them when they go home. Working in the fields of the harvest, I guess you would call it simply that way. We're on the front lines. 
and definitely the front lines we're definitely we are in prayer a lot and like i said you have to be um understand it's you know even what you love to do is challenging and you're gonna get persecuted with that too you know but christ called us you know to, to be more than conquerors in his word like he says and god's love inside of you um you know really being born again makes and close to him makes a lot of difference you but what do you have what do you so uh tell me more about what you're interested in talking about with us because you know i mean apparently you know um we struck a chord with you and uh we're we're honored to be on your show as well absolutely well um i want to ask this uh on on uh been single won't you listen and h trade how did you guys come up with the concept and uh what, what was the message you were trying to reach out to the people for? Okay, uh, I'll start with mine, and then I'll let Perry tell you the story behind H Train. Uh -huh. Mine, won't you listen? Is from a dream I had. Uh, it was a dream about I was like riding on a bus, and there was this young man in front, and he was ready to get off the bus, and uh, but he was hesitating. And uh, he wanted to get off the bus. He was in a hurry and his back was turned. And um, I just felt like inside in relationship with Christ, the Holy Spirit was saying to him, you know, you feel like you failed God. You feel like you've just gone too far. And the lyrics speak for themselves. And you feel like, you know, you can't get back to the place where you weren't once were before. And but God's love is gently saying to you that just listen, listen for his voice again. Just sit still and listen, turn around, no matter how bad you think you've done or whatever you've done, turn around and just listen to his voice. He's just waiting for you with open arms. And, and his love is more powerful than anything, you know, that you could have ever done. Because, you know, it, he shed his blood and that's more powerful than any sin any of us could ever do and god's love is always waiting for you with open arms so basically turn around and, and you know you can find him in every situation and challenge and struggle that you're going through just turn around and listen won't you just listen to him and his tender love transforms you and changes you so basically um it was like maybe you're prodigal you know maybe you knew god once and then you felt like you just went too far but now god's saying turn around i'm here for you so basically that's uh how that was inspired and um and how it was felt and so even in your walk in the lord it's sometimes you know you may you may make some bad choices but you can god is always there to heal and restore you so basically that's that's it with the concept of that song from the heart so what do you so what do you what do you think i love it i love it so i mean it, it, go ahead so uh yeah uh i want to uh ask terry about h trade how that uh what made him want to write that song well, we met a young man at the rescue mission. We became friends with him. He was a guitar player, a singer, and we just struck up a, a friendship with him. He was a younger guy who was strung out on heroin and it was a new Christian. And he was struggling to get back with his wife and his kid. And he was like on that train of, you know, the heroin train off it, on it, off it, on it. And he was doing quite well. And he really loved the Lord. We know that for a fact. And he went home on a weekend pass to visit a pastor friend and he went out and he used and he came back to the pastor friend and said look i screwed up i i shot up some heroin i gotta go back to the rescue mission they're gonna test me i'm afraid they're gonna kick me out i don't know what to do i really need help with this and the pastor looked at him and told him to leave the house so the young man left and they found him the next day dead in the garage a needle in one hand his guitar in the other and 
So I wrote the song, Seen Through the Eyes of the User, of the Addict. And uh, I wrote it for Stephen. And I know he's with the Lord. I know he, he just like fell into a trap. But God's grace is more powerful than a lot of people in the church seem to think so. And uh, so it broke my heart when I heard that he had passed away because we were going to go down and play some guitar with him and, and you know sit down at the mission and just jam. And when I heard that, it broke me, and I had to write the song. And I'm sure a lot of people that ride that train can relate to Stephen's story. That's an amazing story, man. Wow. So, uh, all right. Um, let's go to uh, the music video, Snow Mountain. Yes, sir. Um, that was off of the 2019 album, right? Correct. Okay, so uh, that that uh, that song's uh, for uh, crack cocaine, right? That's basically how it started. Yeah, that's that, that was the theme of the song. Uh, that was, you know, we try to put one of those songs on every album, I guess, you know. Yeah. Uh, so how did that music video come upon, man? Well, actually, it was someone who knew Kelly from Raven Faith. And he was in a band called uh, The Calling. And his name's Gus. And he said, uh, hey, I'll do a music video for you guys. I'd really like the song. I'd like to do it for you. So he did it as just a kind gesture of helping out our ministry. And... Uh, the rest is history. We he took the song and put it together for us, and we said, "Yep, we love it," and we ran with it. That was that was an amazing music video. How it was shot and filmed and everything, man. I was when I first seen it, I was like, "Wow, they really took their time and effort to put this together because it's just it, it goes with the song perfectly." I was I was amazed, man. I was like, "Wow." Thank yeah, you. yeah. I wish we're trying to learn how to do it on ourselves, but we're getting some other people to do some stuff for us, but. We were quite pleased with that, and it's a timeless song, and uh, we've got to use it, you know, for many uh, events. And, uh, you know, like I said, we mixed it up. The way we write together and write separately, it comes together in a nice little package of two people, two guitars, and one mission. And it's nice when you meet people that, uh, like, People like Gus, you know that that will do a video for you too. So we're 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 like a team, you know, all of us are working together. Yeah, we've got all kinds of people help us out. You you'd be amazed. Uh, people just out of the blue sending us money, uh, like buying a, us things. Um, we're like a family in the body of Christ, you know, coming together to get everything out, and that's what it is, family. Raven Faith Records is is kind of our family right now. I mean, we, we support each other. All the artists support each other. And Kelly uh, Turney, our manager, is just an awesome person. And uh, he's, he's really done a lot to boost what we've been doing for years. And it's ministry. You know, it's it's ministry and, and family. We're there for each other, pro each other, you know, um, support each other. And we can talk to each other, you know, and pray. And that's so important. When you're going out there and sharing your messages to have people that care about you back you up, like meeting you was was very nice, you know, and, and encouraging, you know, that you know you reached out to yeah, us. Thank you so much. Thank you, man. Shout out to Kelly for making this interview happen, man. I, I'm really, uh, man. I'm so grateful for this, man. Um, so, uh, doing concerts and doing shows. Was this uh, like locally or was this all over the country? That's a long story in itself. Um, you know, prior to us getting married, we both did our like our own thing. Uh, combined, we, we played across the United States into parts of Europe. Um, and we started doing shows after we got married, you know, locally, and then it went into regionally, and we kept it at that, but now that we got signed in 2019 to Raven Faith, it, uh, it's kind of branching out nationally, especially with the music, you know, the way streaming and, and podcast and, and the technology today has made some of our songs 
all over the world. You can hear them. I and, mean, yeah, they're new to a lot. Everybody else, they might even be older songs for us, but they're new to everybody else. So we even get some of the stuff we recorded in the past, took it back in the studio, remastered it, rebooted it, and put it out there too because it's still relevant. So we've got like what about forty-two more songs? Yeah, we keep writing. We, we haven't even recorded yet, and uh, always writing, and uh, that's our heart. So our heart and our passion, our gifts. What was your first venue you performed at? Uh, together? <laughs> yes. I don't remember. Uh, <laughs> probably some church function or something, or you know, uh, or helping out with a worship group or something, because you know. We're, we're flexible. We, we could play a tavern or a bar or a winery one night and interject the gospel, and then the next day go play at a church and do all worship music. So, you know. We've also reached out to places like Teen Challenge where people have addictions and stuff, but we perform there. Yeah, about six times a year we do a free show there. They really appreciate the encouragement and uh, sharing the gospel through music and uh, the message because. It's really a powerful different ways. We we kind of, kind of can't remember the first one, the first time we performed together, but we performed for each other when we first met. <laughs> we lived in Arizona for about five years. We did a lot of shows out in the Southwest. For yeah, we put, played up in the mountains too. So, you know, worked with Youth for Christ over in Holland, um, Germany. I mean, you know, now we're back in Ohio again. And uh, we're seeing what God's going to do. You know, uh, we don't know. We're just, we, we take it day by day. And, uh, but we're good. We're, and we have a son also. And he's not musically inclined. He says he listens to the radio. That's it. Got a great sense of humor. Bill and Rody. So what is the feeling like being on live stage and performing for an audience? Great. Yes. Well, yeah, we take that over doing uh, Facebook Live shows any day. I mean, Facebook Live's okay because of everything that's going on, but there's nothing like a live audience to feed off of. And you see the looks yes. in their eyes, and and you can feel their heart, and 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 see their emotions. And uh, yes. time and time again, there's been times we've played a bar, for example, and someone's come up to us on our break. And we just start conversing, and, and and before we know it, man, they're they're you know asking about our faith and and what's it all about, and you know it, it's so that's great. It's not just through the songs, but it's through personal interaction, you know, so you know socially connecting instead of socially distancing, and uh, I think that's so important to have a live audience. Terry's most recent song is "God Is in Six Feet Away." <laughs> People are getting responses to that already. It's 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 an awesome response. Just connecting with people and seeing them touched by what you're you're sharing out of your heart, and uh, that is a great feeling. We play played anywhere from a couple people to ten thousand people. I remember when we lived in Arizona, there was ten thousand people in Diablo Stadium that we performed for uh, an event in Arizona, and. Um, People were loving that. And, that, and I'll tell you, it just, you know, it's whether you have a small group or a big group, the most important thing is that hearts and lives are being touched. It doesn't matter how many people, but the one-on-one -on -one relationship, like Terry says, my husband says, is is very powerful. We just love to play. So. Yeah, it's our passion. We, It's like a second nature Plus, you know, Terry writes poetry. I'm also a fine artist. I do painting. And on, on this new CD we have out, the most recent one you were talking about, I did the artwork on the back. Um, and I'm going to be using my artwork a lot more uh, getting out there on my CD. Just be able to create and um, connect with people and know your calling and, and, and being confident in what you do and love. You know who you are in Christ, you know. And uh, just fight the good fight. And that's what we're doing through music. Yes. What are your favorite cover songs you have done? Uh, <laughs> that changed. We're always oh, adding goodness. and dropping, adding and dropping. But uh, I'd say 
you know, it's such a, a variety. You know, we, we could do a Neil Young song, a Sheryl Crow song you know, from the 90s and go back and hit the Everly Brothers from the 50s <laughs> we and <did>. then <laughs> do some Jimmy Buffett or go into doing some old blues, uh, real blues, uh, tell funny songs. You know, we can, uh, gosh, our covers, like I said, they, they vary. Like we might do the same covers for a couple of shows and then we'll add a couple of new ones and drop those two, you know, so it, it keeps it fresh and keeps it like, you know, we even throw some Neil Diamond in there. <laughs> I like, uh, <laughs> like we sing songs like the Rose or uh, something like Pat Benatar, Love is a Battlefield and uh, just a variety of, of music, even ballads like, um, there is a song that re was re-recorded, uh, so um, Sounds of Silence. Uh, that gets a great reaction. Uh, you know, like that was recorded by a band called Disturbed. Uh, you know, that seems kind of a timeless song, you know, Sounds of Silence. And uh, by recorded originally by Simon and Garfunkel, and then re-recorded by Disturbed. People are definitely looking for meaning. And when you sing your songs from your heart, you connect with them, something familiar. And then we share our originals along with that. And then people are hearing something new and going, wow. You know, so when you combine all that, it just really feels like you're being, like you're fulfilled. We're open to play anywhere. We've even played at heavy metal clubs, believe it or not. <laughs> that we, was fun. We got asked to play at a metal club, a metal band's Tell the story. And I'm like, why would you want us? Because Scott, I just like what you're doing. I like what you're saying. I don't know what it is. What's drawing me toward your music? This guy, your old hardcore metal guy out in Phoenix. So we went and played at a metal show. We opened up with an acoustic set. And then I started doing a thrash type metal song acoustically just as a joke. On the, on the spot. On the spot. And all these kids come up and they started moshing. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> and I was like, they were moshing to, and the message in the song was about how to get saved and how to know God, and and they were all like just jumping around, and I'm like, that was interesting. Yeah, you just take <laughs> risk and put stuff out there, and you just never know. I mean, it's just great, you know, to, to have that experience. To but go. you know, we're, like I said, we're we're open to, uh, we're praying too that we get a a newer vehicle. That's one on our prayer list. We put a lot of miles on our Honda. Oh yeah, those Hondas go pretty. <laughs> so far. we want to get a minivan. Praying somehow it'll work out because we want to be able to travel further and feel more secure about our travel. We've had some offers out of state that we really want to go and do what we do. So we appreciate yeah. your thoughts and prayers on that. All right. So uh, what was the last show that you performed at? And do you have any future shows that are coming up before the end of 2020? Last show we played was West Main Street Winery, a place that has us all the time. It's not far away. And uh, prior to that, we had like 13 shows that were canceled because of all this mess that's going on. But uh, we have some shows in August locally. If they go to our Facebook page, our music page, they under events, you can see where we're playing at. And, um, and then we, uh, I don't know, just got our eyes set on some other stuff maybe for next year, Lord willing, uh, even out of the country once everything is safe, you know, to go everywhere. I don't know. Well, we've, we we played at this one restaurant, which is real fun. We get uh, It's called El Jalapeno's 2, great Mexican restaurant, and uh, people there are so nice. They, Killer food. Oh, my gosh, yes. <laughs> great food there and uh, great hospitality, and uh, we've been – you know, it's about relationships, you know, you, you strike up relationships with people and you get to know them, they get to know you and and we go there, we enjoy the food we and we share our music, whether it's on the patio or whether it's uh, on uh, inside inside the building. And uh, it's also planting seeds, you know, uh, things come up. There's a reason why you meet people and why you're direct to certain places and um it's it's beautiful to see God work through you, or work through them even, you know, and see the Holy Spirit work yep. in, in their lives. It's an amazing journey so far. It is an amazing journey to serve Him, and just, you know, it's challenging sometimes, you know, 
because sometimes you get negativity that comes at you as well. And you have a choice every day. Are you going to think about that? Or are you going to, you know, focus? You don't let the haters make you just stronger. That's all. Yeah, that's it, basically. So we stand firm in our faith in, in Christ, no matter what. Sometimes you got you've got to walk away and let the anger just, you know, let it go. And then keep focusing on the Lord. Trust God to, you know, move you forward. So. Okay, so um, what would be the best advice you would give to any band that's upcoming that is looking to perform at, a, at any show? Well, first of all, if they're like believers, they're Christians, they've got to, they've got to know what direction to go. Are, are they called to cross over into the secular market? Are they, or are they called just to uh, work within their church? You know, because uh, not everybody can do what we do and and stay strong about it, you know, because you're around a lot of darkness, but you got to shine that light in those in those areas. So you've got to work hard. you got to put put your money, you know, where your mouth is, so to speak. You, you've really got to, you know, put stuff into it. It's, it takes a lot of sacrifice. You know, instead of us going on a cruise, we went to the studio and, and in an album. You know, for example, I mean, that's just like, there's just an example. Instead of uh, buying a house, we rent and bought all kinds of guitars. So, you know, there's a lot of sacrifice that comes with when you're doing uh, what you feel that you're called to do. And you know that by, you know, like when you're in relationship with Christ, he will show you what to do. You ask him, he'll show up. And it's as simple as that, having a simple faith. In your relationship with Christ because you can go out there and completely fall on your face too if you're not you know ready for it I say get yeah. get advice from him first head start if you're in a relationship with Christ I mean and practice your craft practice it and get yeah. confident and, and feel good about yourself because there is joy that you can have and fulfillment in the journey of what you're doing um, if, if, if you're not feeling right about something, don't do not do it. And commit yourself. If you're working with other band members, make sure right. everybody is on the same page. Right. You know, we're dying and I, we don't have that problem. It's easy <laughs> It's easy to rehearse. No one's ever late. Um, but we've worked with other musicians, and there, there's been some great times, and there's been some very frustrating times because yes. we're not on the same page. You've got to be on the same page when you're doing something like this because when you're on the same page then amazing things can happen that's the only way that the book keep keeps on going is being you know chapter after chapter so and pray for each other you definitely know, do that and, and stay in the word of god and uh in relationship with christ because there's a lot of temptations too out there that you have to decide every single day i'm going to stay on that street path straight path with the Lord or you're gonna be you gotta be careful just be prayed up and love people love people forgive even where they're at love them from where, where they're at not and, where you want them to be and forgive like Christ because if, if you hold on to stuff you know it just holds you up and puts you in a snag it's like you got to really be solid in him that's the best advice then you'll know the difference and got to, and you'll get discernment about which way to go and which way to not go. So, basically, what do you think? Okay, um, let me ask you this: Can your fans and your supporters expect any more live performances on Facebook Live, Instagram Live, YouTube Live? Uh, maybe uh, we might do a couple of videos at home, just unplugged, something like that. Uh, we do have a thing coming up. On Sunday, through a radio station called Lithos Cry, we're advertising on Facebook. It's going to be all all kinds of people, you know, playing live Facebook stream, except for us. They're going to play a couple of cuts from our album instead. But there's another Raven Faith artist who's going to be on there, the Last Trumpet, and the rest of the people. I'm not sure who they are, but that's Sunday at seven o'clock in the evening uh, our time. But that's the closest we're going to get to uh, 
doing any Facebook live stuff because uh, we're working on videos, getting more videos out there, live videos, and uh, we're working on that. That's one of our goals. We've had right. But as far as live, live, uh, I don't, I don't see too much of that happening in the near future, except for uh, our live performances outside of uh, the internet world. So uh, we'll try to put some things together. If we can get some people to record us live when we're out live, you know, I think that would really be cool. That would be something to, to, to pray about, that we're going to get together with uh, doing some more videos and recording. So we're going to work on that and get that out there more so people can view them. Yeah, as soon as we get settled in, we're, we're in the process of relocating. We're moving. So after mid-August... We'll touch base with everybody and, and we'll get some of that stuff going. So videos are, are something that, you know, are very powerful when they're put together right. Okay, so uh, I see that you have uh, hard copies for your album. Is there any other merchandise your fans and supporters can go uh, get that you have on sale? Uh, right now, uh, all we have are the albums through uh, Raven Faith. If you go to the Raven Faith store, you can get the albums there, or you can contact us on Facebook. Just message us, and we can uh, give people details about how to acquire. We did have T-shirts, but we're almost out of those. But you can get Raven Faith T-shirts on the Raven Faith site at their store. Um, we're working on some other things, some stickers and some new T-shirts, but trying to pull some capital together for that. But uh, if anybody wants to acquire a physical sign copy maybe some of our material just contact us on facebook and uh send us a message and we'll give you a, you know the address what's involved to get the material and if not go to the streaming sites spotify pandora apple music uh deezer uh and a few other ones you know it's our music streaming like crazy there too We've even got a song that's in the top 10 over in South Africa right now, Broken Heart. And uh, so, you know, it goes from one, you know, one side of the spectrum to the other. Uh, but Facebook, you can contact us on there. And we can get copies of our CDs out, out to anybody. Or contact our manager, Kelly, Kerry from Raven Faith, and he can contact us. Uh, sometimes it works like, like that as well. And our music page on Facebook. Uh, McCabe music so yep all right ladies and gentlemen that is McCabe with capital M lowercase c capital C A B E music correct correct on Facebook right yes okay so uh let me ask you this <clears throat> can we expect any future collabs with any artists off of Raven face we've had some offers but since everybody lives so far away, you know, we probably have to do it, you know, the wave files and stuff. Uh, right now, I'm really not sure, but we've talked about at least maybe trying to pull together something like a, I don't know, a concert featuring different artists on that label and, and just do a show together. That would be kind of cool. Uh, we've had some uh, things that came about that came close to doing that. But uh, there's one other artist on Ravenfate that lives in our area, and that's Dustin Ray. He's the only one that lives in our area. He's a good friend of ours that's on Ravenfate. Everybody else is scattered throughout the globe all the way to Ireland. So um, we'll see what happens. You know, it's uh, Anything's possible. We're working on it. I mean, the label's been in existence since 2014. 2013. 2013. And, you know, so they're not even uh, 10 years old. So... You know, a lot could happen uh, over the next couple of years. So, Lord willing, we'll trust for the best. How did you develop a relationship with Raven Faith Records? Was, I think it was through uh, Aaron. Aaron Vaughn. He lives in Ireland. He's a worship leader there. And we noticed the label he was on. And we were just talking online one time. And he said, why don't you uh, contact Raven Faith Records? And I was like, Really? And so he gave us all the info. We contacted Kelly, sent him out a bunch of stuff that we had recorded from before. He contacted us, and it was like, we want to sign you guys. 
And we was like, what? So we worked it out, got the contract in hand, and it was for three years, the contract, but it rolls over. So we don't have to do anything. We told them that we're just going to keep on rolling with it. And, you know, because uh, we've got a lot of material we want to put out there. And uh, uh, it's beautiful the way the industry has changed now. Will you more independent artists can get out there and and get their their music re, uh recorded and it, it was just amazing the way it happened for us yeah it was custom made for us we'd even, we'd even like to get maybe a song or two on a music soundtrack for a movie or something we're working yeah on that we're too. open to that you know even even movie soundtracks and 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 more videos our songs into videos and getting getting that out there because you know use the best of what we have you know just you know make the best of what we have to get out there basically so uh it, it worked out that way i think it was a definitely god-led thing that you know it's it was positive upbeat for us we talked to kelly and it just worked out since the music industry has changed you know it's not like it used to be there, the message of the gospel can get out there a lot more places now, which we are thankful for. And and this is a unique label, I can say that, because we've seen other labels before. We've talked to people, record people face-to-face, -face, and we're very glad it has changed. Because now people like us all over who have something to say can get heard know what i mean yes um can we expect any solo projects from neither one of you uh no <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> well, I, I mean, well you know i might re-release that thing i did called live in holland when i was working with youth for christ it was just an acoustic six song thing just just to re-release it for the heck of it but other than that uh i don't see any solo stuff because uh we just work so well together it just wouldn't seem right see i could sing a song by myself that i wrote and he could sing a song by himself that he wrote and then we could still have it on the same cd and um we just combine that i mean it's best that way and it's and it's cheaper for us <laughs> i mean it, it it would be easy to do a solo project individually he's done solo project before we were married and i did some stuff too but you know I haven't, you know, I I had thought about doing just a CD of, you know, myself, but it works so much better with us together. Um, we're going to pretty much do it that way. If there's people that like certain songs, we just like to mix it up. It's a little bit of for everybody. But when you asked that question, was there something particular that came to mind when you asked that question? Uh well I was just uh asking because I know a lot of bands you know they uh usually you know I don't know um they usually uh like to uh, explore and try different things so that's why I asked that question. Oh okay. Yeah if we maybe if we were in a full band it might be a different story but since it's just the two of us when we go out live you know yeah. You know, we kind of need each other for the harmonies and, and the interaction with the crowd because, you know, um, and being married, we can joke around on stage and, and help people loosen up. And it's a lot easier to interact with each other on stage than interact just by ourselves. So, what is that? I'm sorry. That's, Go ahead. That's where we're at. Okay. So. All right. Um, what is one song that both of you means the most to you and why? Oh, there are so many songs. There's a song. I don't know. It comes to mind. Uh, we wrote together called Meet Me There. And um, that's going to be on the next album. Though. Yeah, that's going to be on so, the upcoming album. We don't have any favorites, really, because it's too hard. Now, if he's going to say our favorite song off this recent album, my favorite that I wrote, I would have to go with Sons of Adam, Daughters of Eve. It's a positive song. And I, and then Diane, you know, 
that would be you know her call on what's you know her uh, master's design or won't you listen or broken heart those are three songs that she wrote on this album and um so i like sons of adam daughters of eve because it just talks about all of us in the body of christ uh how we can look forward the lyrics are very positive it's a tribute to c.s lewis too and, and right you can use your imagination and uh comes from that but how we view ourselves um we have we have vision and we know where we're going and when you're in christ and uh it, it just brings across uh, a great message to keep your focus and your vision and uh and it's fun this is a, fun, it's a song. fun song too we even did it um we were in a theater group but they asked us to do this song and they made it their theme song for a theater uh the lion, the lion the witch in the wardrobe room so we sang the song at the end of the play as they were introducing all the characters so you never know how things are gonna transpire with us we we're just open you know i mean there's so many songs out there that we've done like master's design that one off the new uh, this newer cd that we've done there's the video on there if you i don't know have you seen the video uh there's a video that goes with that uh master's design about people out there in the world i think it's just about reaching out to other souls out there uh, that's why master's design is one of my favorite personally uh just speaking in my personal terms as an individual because um it's about the people out there that you know that are searching for truth okay so okay, yeah um let me ask you this real quick um how is your music going to evolve from here i don't know uh we're working on the next album already the, the Scarecrow Chronicles Volume 2, uh, Harvesting Angels, it's called. And uh, it's going to have 10, 12 tracks on it. It's probably going to be similar to this album as far as a mixture. You know, like maybe a love song will be on there. Uh, uh, maybe a children's song. Maybe a couple of rockers on there dealing with subject matter. It could be drug matter. It could be just relationships. Like the song in this album, Misunderstood, that's all about relationships. Yeah, that's all it's about. It's about losing a friend and then you want to get it back together with them. It has nothing to do with anything else. So we kind of stay focused on subject matter when we write. So the next album is just going to be a continuation of songs that we've been wanting to record for years. And like we told you earlier, we got like 42 songs just sitting there waiting to be recorded. By the time they're recorded, it'll probably be 42 more. So <laughs> We're I don't gonna know. keep writing. You know, it, it's it's odd. I mean, I get inspired to write just by something somebody says, or something I see in a movie, or something I hear on the in church or whatever. I get inspired that way, or through dreams. A lot of times through dreams, I'll wake up and uh, yes. I'll just start writing. So that's just how we how we roll. You know, in a variety of ways. You know. We're just going to keep writing whatever, you know, um, comes to our heart, you know. So just pray for us. We're looking for another studio. We'd like to jump around to different studios and get a different feel. And uh, we're going to start recording again in probably September, October. Uh, we've already got like four or five songs already done for the next album. So we're going to have to record like six more or seven more. So. Well, we just pray we keep getting, you know, growing, keep getting better at it, what we do. We love to do this and uh and that lives will be changed for good for the better and that it's a joyful experience to yeah. to do what you love to do and be fulfilled by what you do in your work so whatever you put your hands to god blesses that it's it's a great it's a great experience whatever way he wants to use us we are open to that and learning so being teachable is, a, is another thing too but it's really a pretty refreshing to have had this interview with you very refreshing any other questions you have for us uh yes um 
would you say that the Lord has inspired you to do music? That was like your biggest influence? Yes, yes. Uh, you know, I was, uh, both of us were, um, you, you know, mus musicians. It came from our youth when we were growing up as kids too, even before we knew the Lord. Yeah, we were musicians before we were Christians. And then when and we became Christians, artist. when we became Christians, then that just inspired our music even more without being overzealous or, or, or come across judgmental or being religious for people, just being real and just and just right. That's why we do a lot of secular songs too, because we choose them really we choose the good stuff, sound stuff that's got great lyrics, and we incorporate it with our show because uh I came up with a term we're, we're musicianaries, almost like missionaries, but musicianaries. We go into places and just have a good time, get people singing, clapping, they're dancing. It doesn't matter to us. We're planting seeds, and uh, that's what we're all about. We're, we're seed planters. And, uh, the talents were there when we were young, very young, and then we just, you know, went after them, you know, and uh, we're grateful for that. All right. So uh, do you have any special shout-outs you want to give? Well, shout-out to Kelly Turney from uh, Raven Faith and uh, to our son, Travis. And to all the people that enjoy our music, you know, thank you. Thank you. Yes. We love you. We, we appreciate you. Uh, hit us up on Facebook if you want to order something uh, or come if you want to come hear us. You know, you live locally or regionally. Look us up. Uh, just. Uh, we hope we inspire people to get out there and do what they love doing, too, with their music. And keep doing like the things like you're doing, too. Uh, reaching out to other musicians. And, yeah. and, and talking and sharing. We're dropping some messages saying we appreciate you. If the song touched you in a certain way, that's great. We always like hearing feedback from people like, you know, hey, that, that makes us want to continue doing what we're doing. So yep, that's that's about it. And a shout out to you. Thank you. Yeah. For and, having uh, us, JG. <laughs> thank you all for coming on the show. Ladies and gentlemen, there you go. Terry and Diane McCabe. Make sure you check them out on Facebook. Make sure you go follow their music page at McCabe Music. This is Strictly for the Music Podcast, and we are out.